Welcome to Shockers and Cuss Words, a podcast that dives into self-improvement, completing goals, and overcoming modern-day obstacles. I am your host, Catherine, and together we will address our fears, establish self-awareness, and complete self-growth through honesty and reflection. Remember to please like and share this podcast. Thank you. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Chakras and Cuss Words. And today I have my special guest, Demetria, and we are talking about manifesting your emotions and how manifesting has a lot to do with emotions and how people use it um, in their everyday lives. And Demetria is a author and also um, a healer. So please introduce yourself and let everybody know a little bit about you. Hi, everybody. I am Dimitri. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you, Catherine, for having me on the show. I am a author. I have a book coming out in September and another one in November um, that is all about self-discovery and um, touches on manifestation a little bit about how we um, really can call in and be empowered to create the life that we want. Awesome. So when you first like started learning or listening or hearing about manifestation where you're kind of like, what is this? Like, how, how did this all kind of, how did you get in this area of manifesting? Yeah, I, um, you know, I think like a lot of us out there, I started out and I was like, crystals are really cool. Let me get into that. They're pretty, you know, it's like an, it's like a gateway drug. (laughs) Crystals are to spirituality. (laughs) You're fucking right. It is a gateway drug. Right. It is. You're like, these are really cool. Let me check this out. They're pretty in my house. And then you're like, oh my gosh, there's so much more to this. And then you just start to get on this, you know, role of what's next what's next and uh, you know early on I was like oh there's this thing you know manifesting and um you know it's so funny years ago my girlfriend was like hey have you read the secret and I was like no she's like I'm doing these vision boards to manifest and I was like you know in a different time in my life where I was like very um focused on my career and I just was like okay honey like you do you I'm over here doing whatever I'm doing and you know, then of course, as everything does, it comes back around. And so I started to dig into manifesting and I was like, wow, this is super fascinating. And, um, I started to read a couple of books that were really great. Um, I love Mike Dooley. He just, he's so good at, um, at breaking manifestation down into like really consumable, actionable steps that people can take. Mm -hmm. Um, and so, got into that uh, pretty deeply. And then, you know, as, as happens, your journey continues. But um, one of the things that stuck out so strongly when I was studying manifestation was the concept that when you are able to really think about how you manifest um, with your emotion and your feelings rather than, you know, our right brain of um, looking for objects, and bringing those into our lives that actually the power in um, the the magnetic force of the emotion that you are creating actually draws everything else you want into your life. So it's this really 
it's not secret by any means, but it's not talked about a lot. I don't think that the idea that if you're able to generate the emotion and focus on that, that that actually is this key that unlocks a lot more attraction in your life. Yeah. I, I like how you brought that up because I think when people hear manifestation, they're like thinking you're somewhere like <laughs> in like this little room with a candle and you're like doing all these like little voodoo st- uh, spells and you're like, I'm manifesting this. And yeah, there are times where we do like, I know some people have like rituals and we do do things that work for us, but a lot of time it's really the mind and the mind bringing it back into our area or our reality. So like when you were saying like manifesting the emotions, sometimes you can manifest anxiety. You can manifest um, like traits. So when you were on your road to success and started to have your spiritual journey, did you see that you were like manifesting certain emotions that weren't necessarily beneficial for you? I, I really, when I was starting out, realized that I had actually my whole life been manifesting this anxiety and, and like fear, right. Um, this pressure on myself. And when I was able to realize that I didn't want that in my life anymore and focused on what I did want in my life, which for me is I am all about joy happiness, connection. Those are the things that I consistently work on manifesting in my life. And one of the keys is really getting clear on exactly what you want, not what you don't want, but what is it that you want in your life? So what is the emotion that you want to feel? And some people for them, it might start with, I really want that car, um, which is totally fine and valid, or I want this house, or I want this object. And that's that's great. Start there if that's where you're at. And then think about what emotion are you going to feel when you are in that car, when you have that house, right? Because the house, the car, whatever that object is, that jacket, whatever, um, is actually not going to bring you the emotion that you're looking for. You have to, you have to call that in. And so when you get really clear about what the emotion is that you're looking for in those objects, then you can focus on you know what, I'm going to feel really successful and accomplished. And that's going to lead to me feeling happy when I have X, Y, or Z, then you can start to say, okay, how do I call in feeling successful and accomplished? Mm -hmm. And then you start to feel that way. And then before you know it, that car's in your life, right? So if you're like, I need that car to feel these things, it's really challenging because you're like, you're so stuck on the detail, the, spe- yes. the specific car and really thinking about that and you, and you don't think about the emotion. But when you start with the emotion of like, I'm gonna feel amazing because X, Y, and Z, then you are emitting that emotion into the universe and like your objects are just naturally attracted to that vibration. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's true. So, um, because like I've manifested like a lot of objects and um, I've even manifested like some, uh, like the gender of my son and stuff like that. But um, when I was first like learning about manifesting, 
it wasn't like I learned about it. It just came really naturally for me. So I knew like if I talked about it, if I told myself I was doing it, it was going to happen. Mm -hmm. But I really like how you brought up the feeling because when you hear like people lose a lot of weight, they sometimes think that, okay, I'm going to lose all this weight and then I'm going to be happy because I'm going to feel better and I'm going to look confident and I'm going to, you know, fit my jeans better. But really that feeling you get doesn't necessarily come from the weight loss. It comes from you and how you created that, um, that, that atmosphere to make yourself feel that feeling. What would you say is some of the blocks that you see a lot of people have when they start to um, try to manifest their emotions? I think the biggest one is that people don't really believe that they deserve it. So I'd say, I'd say that's number one. You have to get to a place where you really do feel like you deserve happiness, like you deserve joy, like you deserve connection, like you deserve whatever it is that you are really seeking. Because so often we have these underlying issues from childhood trauma or from, you know, all of the things that we all go through um, that, that are deep inside of us that are actually holding us back. So we're holding ourselves back from actually calling in those things. So I think that's the biggest, the biggest thing right there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Child, childhood trauma is a big, big one, big one. Definitely. That is a block um, with manifestation. Have you, when you are getting over those humps for other people, like when you see the blocks and you see that um, they are there, what are some of the steps you would tell somebody to eliminate those blocks from their life? The first way to really start to deal with that is to get to the root cause. And I say that like, it's simple, right? Like, oh, just get to the root cause of what's happening. But the root cause, the root cause got a lot of, right. It's got a lot of roots. Like, yeah. Yeah. But what's beautiful is there are so many ways to get to it. And I think acknowledging that you do have a block there. Um, one of the ways that I start to think about it is, well, what am, if I were to be really successful, what are the things that, that are negative that would come along with that? So if you start with, okay, I've obtained this thing that I'm trying to call into my life, um, but there's something around that thing that means that I'm going to like, maybe some relationships will change or people would judge me differently or you know, X, Y, and Z, start to look at some of the negative aspects of what accomplishing that thing is. Mm -hmm. And then as you, as you start to see those, you can start to dig backwards from that. Okay. What are some of the root causes of that are causing me fear or, you know, causing me to self-sabotage this or, you know, not allowing myself to get out of my own way. So that's really sort of simple question to ask yourself that isn't so tied to that like tough you know inner child trauma or like whatever it is going to be really challenging to deal with that's a way to get to at least a direction of what's happening for you Mm -hmm. and the the inner child trauma is really like I always say get a psychiatrist or get like a licensed professional because you will be there digging (laughs) digging the roots for a very long time yeah the process it, it really takes a process
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so like the childhood traumas are definitely something that you really need to get like a licensed professional and take some time because when you are diving into those deep, deep roots, like it's a huge process. Um, I tell everybody because I've been in therapy since shit, since I was like 13 in and out of therapy. And it's something that never goes away. Like, I like, I feel like I still need some more therapy. You know, it's just something that never goes away. Um, I would say one of the biggest ones that I've seen that people really manifest is the anxiety and the stress. Like that's a huge one. Do you see that one come up a lot? I do. I mean, I think that, that so often when people come to me for help, it is that anxiety that is holding them back from enjoying their life. And it's so much a part of my own story that I'm sure that's why I call clients in (laughs) that have that same, you know, challenge, but the idea that we are, so we create the anxiety, right? We start to feel unsure or, Mm -hmm. you know, un confident about what choices we're making or about how something's going to play out. And we start to feel like we need to control that. And then, you know, the way anxiety works is it just snowballs on itself. And then eventually you get to a place where you're constantly in the state of anxiety because your mind is thinking about all the ways that things could go wrong and trying to control every single um, nuance um, or detail about how that could happen. But Mm -hmm. if you if you take the approach of manifesting your emotions, right, you can start to think about like, okay, I know I'm, I don't want to be in this state. It doesn't feel good to, you know, be crippled with anxiety and locked up in that way. And so you can start to think about, okay, what are the emotions that I do want to feel? How do I get really clear on one or two emotions that are, are top for me, right? So mine are joy, happiness, And I know that to get to joy and happiness, I need deep connections with people. So for me, anytime that I start to feel anxiety, I just move into a state of, okay, this isn't what I want. Let me focus on what I want. Let me call in that energy. And I know to get to that place, I need to feel like I have really deep connection with people. And then it starts to unlock the path. And as I have moved my life into this place of more joy and happiness, of course, all of these other things come in that I've been trying, you know, that I've manifested, right? So when I first shifted from corporate America into more of the spiritual path, I actually put a board together. Um, It's a vision board, but it's, right? So it's, um, I'm I'm less a picture person and more of a person. That's how my vision board is too. I was just talking to a girlfriend last night and she's like, you use words. That's so interesting. And I was like, yeah, you know, but they're all in clusters. Like they 
they tell a, a story and I love that. Um, but as soon as I did that, it's like, I do encourage a vision board of some sort because yeah. you, it gives you a way to see this is exactly what I manifested at this time. Mm -hmm. And then so quickly you will see how fast that stuff comes into your life. Yeah. Um, a great example is I did the vision board. I, there's a really lovely exercise that you can do and it's to think about what your perfect day is. And I just, I love this exercise because you're basically manifesting what your, what you want your life to be like, like right? every day. Yes. Every so not the, like, you know, again, not the fancy car, not this or, or that, but okay. like, how do you want to live your life every single day? So you're going to talk about and write down what you want an average day to look like for you. So not like when you're on vacation and laying on the beach right. all day, like we yeah. all love that or like whatever your real is. <laughs> yeah, where you're just laying there, not doing yeah. anything, having My perfect day, day is move to beach lounge chair. Yeah. <laughs> Stay there until sunset, <laughs> no. Um, so it, <laughs> it really is, what do you want your everyday to feel like? And I did this exercise and really went through the emotion of what I wanted to feel. So I wanted to wake up early, feeling refreshed, having a lot of gratitude for my life, and then look outside and appreciate nature, appreciate the weather, whatever that is. Um, and I went through my day about how I wanted to feel throughout the day. And I literally wrote it down. And two days later, I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is my day. What am I? <laughs> what am I trying to manifest? Like, this is already yeah. my reality. It was like so fast. Right. Yeah. Um, and so that exercise of really, how do I want to feel? And then it literally, that is the exercise that I was like, oh my gosh, this stuff works so, so quickly. Mm -hmm. And the, the law of attraction too, like bringing that into your area and with your emotions and taking it all in, it really helps with manifestation. Um, I like how you mentioned like your perfect day isn't necessarily like a day on the beach, you know, sipping margaritas or, you know, on a vacation, but just your everyday life. And I think that's what a lot of people, um, I feel like that's what a lot of people need reassurance in is that your perfect day is really just your regular day. I mean, it's your day that you are at home or your day where you're going to work or, you know, what's perfect about that day is just the simply the consistency of it and how normal it is to have like a pattern and a routine. But um, so many people are focused on like the, this elaborate, huge thing. Like I want to be a millionaire or I want to be rich or I want this and I want that. And really that doesn't necessarily equal out to a perfect day. Or a perfect life. I or know. a perfect life. Yes. Plenty yeah. of people that have millions and millions of dollars and are completely unhappy and you know yes i'll work with them to think to really figure out how in this construct where i have everything that anybody ever should want right materially yeah. i have everything i have a beautiful you know family i have all of my material needs met and they can still be really struggling and i think that is the key um, to everything is that it's really about finding happiness within yourself not about manifesting in 
the material wealth or, you know, the outward exterior appearance. It's really about how you find that solitude and that foundation within yourself to, like you said, have that perfect day be every day. And it doesn't mean that you quit your job and you're not working or, you know, whatever that is. It's how do you take the things in your life that are necessities that, that you do every day and find Mm-hmm. joy and happiness in them so that all of it works really seamlessly together mm-hmm. in a really balanced way so that every day you are excited to get up and enjoy whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah, that's true. How do you do it one by one and not like this huge thing? When you, um, when people come to you, what are the, the emotions that they're usually, is it more emotion-based or are people more because obviously you are putting them in the right direction of it, it should be emotion-based, but when people come, are they more concentrated on manifesting like material objects or is it more of a emotion and happier life type? Yeah. Normally when uh, clients come to me, they're to the point of, I have tried a lot of other things yeah. and I have most of what I should need to be happy, but it's not working for me. So how do I start to look at myself to go inward, to figure out what's missing in my life? So a big part of my business is helping people rediscover parts of them that are missing. So, or forgotten, right? So if you think about oftentimes we fall into, I'm a mom or I'm my job title, I'm this, I'm that. Um, but you're still not really feeling like you're you, you do a good job being a mom, you do a good Mm -hmm. job, you know, doing whatever your job is, but you're like, there's something missing and I'm not really sure what it is, but it's, Mm -hmm. I feel that empty space within me. That's what I help people rediscover and then integrate into their life so that they can feel really whole and enjoy, Mm -hmm. you know, everything that their life has to offer them. And I like how you said like rediscover because a lot of it is rediscovering because at one point, um, like when we were younger, we were usually, you know, really happy or we had, you know, we may have had obstacles, but at some point we didn't really have too many stresses, um, you know, but it's like tapping back into that inner child and also relieving the trauma of the inner child really has a lot to do with manifesting and um, changing your emotions and how you feel. When um, you start with a client, like what do you tell them to look at for their almost like their baseline stability of getting back grounded to their inner child, what used to make them happy and find that area of happiness again? So um, typically the way that my, my containers work is the first session is a channeled healing session. Mm -hmm. So I tap into people's spirit, their higher self, and we really work on identifying what are those parts of themselves that need to be brought into conscious awareness. So that's the first Step. just digging through and really trying to figure out what is it that wants to come up to the surface. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the subsequent sessions are really based on how do we create room in your life in a really gentle way. So 
Mm. You know, some people, they like rediscover a part of themselves and they blow up their life. They're like, I'm going to quit my job or I'm going (laughs) to leave my husband or, you know, like I'm doing this thing and I'm going to be this new thing that I've discovered about myself. And that's great for a lot of people, but it's not the only way. And so really figuring out how to gently open up a little bit of space in your life as it exists today. And then allow that person to get comfortable with this new aspect of themselves Mm -hmm. over time so that they can express that part of themselves really confidently and freely and have it integrate in their existing life as it, Mm -hmm. you know, exists today um, without blowing it up. So that's the process that we go through. And through that process, right, we're shifting how they feel about themselves. Mm -hmm. They feel more whole, they feel more confident. Um, we talk a lot about what is that state that, that you want to get to that emotional state, right? Like I've talked a lot about for me, it's joy and happiness through deep connection. So Mm -hmm. really getting something to anchor you in and say, this is what I'm striving for. Mm -hmm. How do I build my life around these things that are really important to me? And then that starts to help manifest and call in the rest of you know, the ingredients or building blocks to the life that they've been dreaming of. And everybody's emotions are different. Like like somebody will be like, joy and happiness. I don't want that. I want want that. else. Like, I don't know. I want, you know, freedom or I want, you know, independence. So everybody's emotions, like when you're on this journey of manifestation and finding what works for you, like everybody's different. So if you already feel like you're happy where you're at, but you still want to manifest something, or you still want to bring some more, um, something more into your atmosphere or more into you, and you're finding these emotions. And sometimes they're something that you don't even really think is an emotion, like the ability to like have that freedom of, you know, not caring about, I have to do this, or I have to do that, or I have to do this, or having the freedom where you're like, I can quit my job because I have um, manifested this, you know, this wealth or this, you know, freedom from something else to do that. So there's a lot of different areas and emotions and manifesting. Yeah. What I think is so lovely about humanity is that we all have very similar, you know, structure um, mm-hmm. of, of what we're going through, yet we are all so incredibly unique. And everybody has a different combination of what they're really seeking in life and how they get there. And every single person's journey is so different. Um, and yet very connected and the same to everyone else's journey. And so, I mean, it's what I love about working with clients because every single person that I work with, every, you know, host that I talk to, it's like everybody is so unique and brings a slightly different set of um, interesting goals and interesting challenges to the table. And it's just so fun to be able to witness each person's Mm -hmm. journey through, through exploring that and really rediscovering themselves. Mm. Yeah. And then for the, um, the manifesting 
the emotions when people start to see, like, see, like, I'm really doing this. I'm actually like getting this done. I would assume that must bring you a lot of happiness is to see like when your clients are actually, you know, in the right process and you're like, wow, you've really accomplished a lot. You know, that is a huge change and a huge shift. How do you keep them on that balance? Because it's kind of, it is kind of like, you know, you're setting them on these steps, but how does one stay in that area without letting other emotions come back in and knock them off? Yeah, that's a great question. I think the reality is that we will always have those other emotions come up. It's not a, um, it's not a fix where you're never going to feel sad or have anxiety ever again, right? Like I still have moments where I have anxiety or I'm like in a place where I'm like, oh, I'm really bummed out, right? Like I'm not always joyful and happy. Like that's, that's not a realistic goal to get to, but I think having the tools to be able to move yourself quickly through that emotional state and back into the place that you want to be is the key. So, and that gets, you get better at that over time, right? So it used to be that it would take me days, maybe a week to get through, um, you know, a moment where I was like full of anxiety and really locked up. And now it's like, okay, I can feel the anxiety come on. I can acknowledge what's happening and move through that fairly quickly. Sometimes it's like, you know, two to five minutes and I'm like, oh yeah, that used to take a week. Right. So it's like, it's the practice of being able to move, acknowledge and feel the emotion, move through it quickly so that you can get back to feeling really good. But my job is to teach you how to do that. My job is to teach you how to recall and remember what's important to you so that you can do that on your own and you don't need to come to me, you know, every single week for the rest of your life. So, <laughs> um, you know, I'm, I'm happy to, to talk with clients whenever they need me. And I right. do have clients that will come back and check in with me and be like, okay, so I thought I was doing really well, but I just need like a tune up or whatever. I need help on this. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't yeah. expect this to come up. Um, so, because what I noticed um, with me, because I work in a pretty high stress area, is um, a lot of times when something would go on and I would start to get like the butterflies in my stomach and I was like, oh God, oh God, you know, it's happening. We're doing this, you know, whatever it is that's happening in the ER. And I would really have to kind of take in that calmness, like, like to remind myself, like, whatever happens is going to happen. Like you're knowledgeable. That was like one of a a huge affirmation for me, because we always get this, I don't know, like, Oh, it's, you know, something scary and something like, what am I doing? Uh, you know, and I always had to tell myself you're knowledgeable, Mm -hmm. slow your process down, slow down. And what happens happens, you know, we are going to do the best that we can And there's some things that we can't change and kind of like take that in where I didn't feel so like scattered or I didn't feel so overwhelmed, you know, like, because a lot of times when you start to manifest those emotions of, I don't know what I'm doing, I'm scared, I'm anxious, 
um, this is very stressful, you then start to release them and people can see them. And it's not comforting for, you know, certain situations where you are supposed to be an expert or you are supposed to be a specialist in a certain situation and you're overwhelmed with emotions. So really finding the emotions that set you back into that clarity and set you back into that knowledge of um, you are validated really helps. And it helps in a lot of situations like stage fright, um, you know, just crisis situations and So I would say for everybody to find the emotions that resonate with them and then the words that really kind of set them back into that clarity space where they see, yes, I am stable, you know, I am. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of what you're talking about right now is related to NLP, so Neuro Linguistics uh, Programming. So it's a little bit like what Tony Robbins or um, Dr. Joe Dispenza does, right? Like it's about when you have a trigger, right? The butterflies in your stomach. Um, how do we associate that that neuron that's firing in your brain mm-hmm. to something that's positive? So how does it, instead of triggering, oh my gosh, this is going to be a mess. I'm going to totally ruin this thing. I'm, you know, the likelihood of failure is high and you, you start to fire that in your brain and that energy is created and now you're calling in, you're manifesting something bad to happen, right? Whereas we like, we can use NLP to actually take that neuron that's firing and so, and, and move it. So you reprogram in your mind, um, the butterflies and you reassociate it with, oh, actually when I get the butterflies, it means that something big is coming and I need to show up and I need to be confident and I have all the information. So you take that neuron that's firing before that is, you know, triggering the energy to be created in your body to be negative and you reprogram that to be associated with the confidence, the knowledge that you have in this area, um, the ability to show up in big, important situations. And now what you're doing is you're creating the energy from that neuron firing in your body and you are calling in the confidence, the ability for a positive outcome, right? And that energy that you create then manifests your actual external reality of what happens. And so oftentimes we'll use NLP to, if there are those specific triggers that, that, that I identify in Mm -hmm. session, then we can use that process, um, that tool to reprogram you, if you will, so that the neurons that you're firing are actually creating the energetic body that you need to attract in the type of environment that you want to manifest. So it's really beautiful that you use that example. I don't even know if you knew the like technical terms of what you were doing, but it's, it's very, very helpful. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know if I, the, I don't really, I concentrate more on like affirmations and like the chakras. So with the NLP, to me, I feel like I've been doing it for such a long time because when I work in the emergency room, um, it is something that a lot of us as first responders and um, people who are like in that high stress area, we do have to get that. It's like an adrenaline rush 
Yeah. But for us, most people would run the other way and we run towards it. So we are always at this constant level of high. So yeah. we're just always on that. So for us, it's a little, I, I don't know, I, I guess it's a, a little different for us. We just do it. Where, yeah. <laughs> you know, it did take not necessarily um, having to reprogram, but it took a lot of um, times that we do it over and over and over again. So, yeah, I yeah. think there's so many aspects in our life that, that we train ourselves uh-huh. to do the things that we do. And we do it unconsciously from childhood as we go through school and, you know, program ourselves to, um, you know, operate in a certain way that functions in our society. And then we get to this point, you know, sort of where, where you and I are, and I'm sure a lot of the listeners are, where we're like, oh, wait, there's a way to actually intentionally be conscious of being able to change these things. And it won't take years to undo. It can happen very quickly. And so how do I, you know, back to tapping into manifestation, it's like, how do I leverage some of these tools that I wasn't aware of in my youth to actually redirect, reprogram, call in the things that I do want in my life instead of my, I mean, it sounds harsh, but mindlessly programming ourselves through routine and training to be a certain way. And then all of a sudden, at least for me, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm here and I've created a person and I'm not sure that I like all of the things that I've created. How do I then reset some of these things? And manifesting, you know, spirituality, you know, energy work, working with meditation and your chakras, like all of those things empower us to shift our lives in those subtle ways to be more of the people that we ultimately want to be and show up for the people that we love in our life. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think um, like a lot of us who are in high stress work environments, like it takes a lot to even say like, um, I need to like meditate, like, you know, or I need to just chill. Like, um, there's a lot of us that have very toxic behavior, um, patterns because we are, we are taught to keep moving and not, ever take in the um the grief like we never have a time to grieve so we just move 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 and then at the end of our whatever we're on shift or you know um routine it comes crashing down and then we're like where how do we what do we do now and we're we're constantly like just fucked up Yeah. (laughs) yeah so like you know having and it, and it's I, I would say it's easier for women to reach out to each other I've noticed with the men in the first responder community that it's you know they're just kind of starting to be more open about it and it's like how long have there been firefighters and police and and EMS and you know, paramedics, you know, and they're just now really like actually saying, yeah, 
I have, you know, a lot of issues. I have PTSD. I, you know, I can't sleep at night, you know, so it's, it's, and the thing is knowing that we have these emotions and not letting them create more toxic behaviors Yeah, is really the, the balance that I know when I think of like manifesting my emotions, that's what I think like, okay, so I don't want to create more toxicity mm-hmm. because I already deal with so much of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think one of the tips that I give people in high stress situations is find, you know, two minutes where you can breathe. So, I mean, I realize when you're in the ER, that might not be possible for a while. <laughs> you're like literally trying to save people's lives when you're a first responder, but there are moments in between calls or, you know, there yeah. are, there are sometimes those moments mm-hmm. where you can escape to, you know, maybe it's a bathroom stall, honestly, like yeah. the oh, yeah. I use is, um, you know, when I worked in corporate America, I would go and hide in the stairwell and I would just breathe for two minutes. And it was just about literally remembering that I was worth having a moment to breathe Mm -hmm. because I was holding my breath all day, just running from thing to thing to thing. I wouldn't feed myself. You know, I wasn't eating. I wasn't, Mm -hmm. it was just like living off of coffee, which, you know, I think so many do. And I'm like, I'm not even breathing, you know? And I started this practice of, I'm just going to when I'm in a stairwell running between floors, I'm literally just going to like close my eyes, like step to the side and just breathe for a minute. And it would be, you know, 30 seconds, two minutes, whatever. And I gradually learned how to take five minutes for myself or 10 minutes for myself. And that, it sounds so silly. It sounds like totally ridiculous, but (laughs) if you're able to just dedicate even that small amount of time to yourself and just honoring like mm-hmm. taking a deep breath yeah it will, it will change your life it, I mean I know it sounds like totally crazy but it will yeah. change your life if it you will. do that just so taking in the breath yeah it really does like the other day I had a overwhelming um assignment not overwhelming in the fact like it was hard or anything like that but it was just a lot of it a lot was happening, happening. And I think I went to the nurse's station and I just like started crying and everybody's like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I not like, I'm one of those people who I've been in way hard, hard situations. And everybody's like, are you okay? Like, because they, you know, there's times where I probably should have stepped out in other situations, but I didn't. So then now I'm just like, "Eh," you know, and everybody's like, what the hell is going on? There's not even a code around, you know, but sometimes you just have to let it out. You know, you just have to let it out. And, and I think so many of us are like, okay, this is weird. (laughs) You know, how do you let out your emotions that are just holding in the space of you and let them out? And you just got to let them out. Just breathe cry, yeah. write them down, whatever it is. Yeah. It's so important to have that release. However it is for you, you know, whatever gender, however you express that emotion, because when you express that emotion, it's moving that energy out of your system, right? And it's making room for new clean energy to enter your energy body. So 
-hmm. it's really, really important to have your energy moving um, and not stagnant in your body. So back to manifesting, right? Like if you want to be a really good manifester, like you want to be like call in everything that you want in your life, you have to be able to move that energy through your body so that you can have that attractive nature of your energy. Because if you're just Mm -hmm. stagnant, basically Mm -hmm. that energy, the, the magnetic force of the energy that's stagnant in your body is Mm -hmm. disappearing. So Mm -hmm. that fresh, clean energy that you're creating with your chakras or that you're calling Mm -hmm. in, Mm -hmm. that's what has that magnetic force, that attraction um, that's going to call things into you and, and, you know, actually bring you what you want. But if you just are like holding in all your emotions, you're like, you know, still that energy, think about it. It's been stagnant. There's nothing, you know, there's no like movement and nature isn't really called to stagnant things like think about you know bodies of water that are stagnant they they're actually like turn into cesspools and are like disgusting right but if you have a body of water that's moving like a river or a stream or a waterfall like yeah there's beauty all around that and so really think of your body as am I like a stagnant pool of water with my energy? Yeah. Um, and like think about what you're calling in if if you right. are releasing those emotions. And that can be, you know, like you said, it can be crying, it can be journaling, it can be having a conversation and just sharing how you're feeling. Those things are actually critically important to the process of manifesting what you want in your life. Mm, yeah. Well, that is amazing. What tips would you give people finding their journey of manifesting their emotions? Like what would be like some of the main, like three tips that you would give them when they're, you know, on this road? Yeah. Step one, get really, really clear on what you want in your life so that you are giving the universe clear directions. You want the universe to deliver you this type of thing, this emotion, whatever it is, but get really clear on that. So there isn't like any misdirection or confusion about it. Number one, number two, I think, you know, find a practice to clear your energy body. So if that is moving your emotions through having a good cry, whatever it is, I think that that is definitely a big tip so that you can have that clean energy that is attractive um, to universal things that we called into you. And then I think the third tip is look for the things that you're manifesting in places that you don't expect it. So, Mm. you know, things will come into your life and you might be calling in whatever X Mm -hmm. and it might come in the form of Y. So just keep your eyes open. If you are starting a manifestation practice or you're in deep into it and you're like, why isn't this working? Chances are that those things are coming into your life, but you're not seeing them in some way. So they're coming in a form that you don't expect. Some people will be like, I want to manifest, you know, wealth or I want to win the lottery. And it's like, okay, well, the lottery's not coming, but by the way, did you notice that a check in the mail that was unexpected and all of a sudden this money showed up in your life? So, you know, it's like, well, we didn't give you this, but we did give you money coming into your life. So just keep your eyes open for things that are 
actually happening um, that are delivering what you're asking for in ways that you don't expect. Ooh, that's great. Well, thank you so much for being on Chakras and Cusswords. And how can people find you or reach out to you? Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> the easiest way to get in contact with me is Instagram. My handle is Luminance Healing or on my website at luminancehealing.com. Oh, thank you so much. It was so great having you and everybody. Thank you for listening to Chakras and Cusswords. Please comment, like, and subscribe. And as always, everything will be in the show notes, all the contact information. So thank you so much and have a great day, everybody.